The music just turns me on. Warning. 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 The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is Freestyle Club with your hosts, the unknown admin, Raphael Ray, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. The music just Hi, this is Naeja, and I'm the newest member of the Freestyle Club. Welcome back to the Freestyle Club. And now, the conclusion. Your husband, Paradise. I would have never thought in a million years that you two would end up together. The Micmac recording artist, the number one DJ on, on internet radio. When I first met him, I thought he was so conceited. Oh, I get that a lot. I was like... <laughs> I got I got the same feeling when I met him too. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I've never I, met him. I was like, why is he so serious? Jesus! If you see us together, we're like we're opposites. I'm the social butterfly where he isn't. I dance, he doesn't. But we have a lot of things in common. We love movies. We can sit home all day and watch movies, or we can go to the movies all weekend and watch movies. We love to exercise together. We like spending time with each other uh before i met him again a uh, single mom i used to put everything together in my house uh anything that i bought that had to be screwed together i did it i i i fought my battles i still do um i fought my brother's battles in in school and and i fought my best friend's battles in school i most of the time i fought my sister's battles in school i don't like injustice i don't like bullying i think it's bullshit i think it's a coward thing to do um so when i met him you know he wouldn't even let me carry my own grocery bags two flights of stairs and i was so independent um that we clashed and i and i was like i can carry them you know it's like 10 bags five on each hand who cares there's only two flights of stairs and he was like are you can you just let me do this so we we clashed a lot in the beginning until I, I I I said you know what let the reins go a little bit you know it's it's time you have someone who wants to take care of you why wouldn't you let it happen and I thank God I did because I don't know what I where my life would be right now honestly if that man had not come into my life um, he's brought he's brought a lot of anger to me but he's also he's been my rock for these past fourteen years. It's been that long, 14 years, you guys together? <laughs> that went quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, my our daughter's going to be 13. And, I mean, she, she just turned 13. And it was a big, big moment for him because he didn't, he didn't want it to happen. <laughs> he was like, no. How did you go from 1 to 13 so quickly? Paradise is missed when it comes to that go-to show. And I, know, I already talked about it. It's something that I would love to see back. I know that things can't happen because sometimes you come back with good intentions. And by the end of the show, you have 30 people saying that you're trying to compete with them. And it's just so fucking right. stupid, you know, mm-hmm. uh, fighting for Facebook live videos that you purchased anyways. You know, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Definitely. Um, Freestyle file is missed because that was the first time that I got to hear a lot of the artists live in an interview. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you had such great artists over the years. And you also had the only interview that I've ever heard of Chris Barbosa. I believe it was your last show and you had him on as a surprise guest. 
people were going berserk. It was like, it's Chris Barbosa. Shut the fuck up. I want to hear what he's saying. And he had a lot to say. Like, I was so surprised yeah. Yeah. at, you know, him saying how he produced a lot of those sounds with a pipe and a, and a frying pan or something. I was like, holy crap. Total genius. We talked a lot about GoFundMes and, and um, fans. And mm-hmm. again, like, you know, I have this belief that fans are everything. Yes. And they need to be respected. Yep. And you're a person that I know believes that as well. So yeah. much so that some of you, the fans have become your family in the form mm-hmm. of La Locas. Yes. So are you still in contact with them? Every single one of them. There you go. That's what I'm talking talk, about, right? We talk on a daily basis, actually. So, but in addition to that, right, again, you know, charity and GoFundMe, I want to connect those two together because you had a special event for one of your fans way back when. Yes, for Crystal. For Crystal, right? Crystal with a K, as we call her. Yeah. Or Cajun Crystal. Yep, I call her Voodoo. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So... That to me was a special event because it brought the old school, the new school together. It had boards like uh, Club Freestyle and WhatYou'reMissing.com that you know did not get along. Mm-hmm. Was it LatinFreestyle.com versus NHBFreestyle.com? Yes. And that night, everybody put most of their bullshit to the side yes. to enjoy that evening. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about putting that together? Because I know it was kind of hard to get some of the artists to participate in the beginning? Yes. I had, um, and again, when when one of my own is being attacked, I just go into full, full riot gear, you know, and, and, and it's, it, nothing's going to stop me. Um, we're trying to put the show together for, you know, it was it was, a, it was a good cause. It was uh, Hurricane Katrina had devastated New Orleans, and one of our very own, Crystal with a K, um, who was constantly coming from New Orleans to these freestyle shows in New York and New Jersey, to support it. So, you know, her house was swamped, and and she needed she needed help, and thousands of people needed help. But I didn't. I don't know thousands of people in 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 Louisiana. But I do know Crystal, and I did think that the one way we can help is because we were artists. You know, we can put a show together, and whatever monies come in, we can give it to her. Um, didn't turn out that way, unfortunately, um, as a lot of them don't. But. As far as artists go, you know, we have, we had a few that were, their heads were inflated um, at that time. And, and to this day still, still is, but, uh, you know, someone didn't like something that they saw in the flyer and, you know, they called my husband and just, you know, left a, a very nasty message on on the phone and i just i lost it and and to this day i've come to terms with the person i have put that that petty crap aside um actually went up to the person gave him a hug thanked them for for the music uh because 
no matter what happened that day, and, and I'll say it again, I may not like you, you may not like me, but your song brings good memories to me. And I'll still play them, no matter how I feel about you personally or how you feel about me personally. I will still play the songs that bring me good memories. And um, you, one of these can songs... Can you name some of the songs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't name the artist, just name the song. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is, you know, Russian roulette. <laughs> it's a... Uh, well, yeah, because I remember the flyer. The flyer was badass flyer, the best flyer I saw at that time period. You know, now you look at flyers and it look like somebody made them on their phone. But that flyer was badass. And what I loved about the flyer was that all the artists, the old school and the new school, were equally represented. It wasn't big pictures of the old school and just a name of the right, of right. the the new school. It was everybody was on equal footing on that flyer, and I thought yes, that was amazing. The way it because should you be, don't see so. that, yeah. You, but you well, don't see you that know, though. Unfortunately, this genre is is a monarchy. You know, you have your kings and your queens and your princes and your princesses and and so forth. Your ladies in waiting and your court jesters and what is that? You know, at this point in time, it's a it's it's a it's an empty kingdom. What, what are your kings and queens are? It's ridiculous. But at that, I do agree with you with that flyer that everyone was represented as the same one entity, which was music. Everyone was there to do the wrong. And, and I remember I was six months pregnant and I, I hadn't seen JD in a long time. And to hear her sing, you know, my songs, you know, answer my cry. And I just, I loved it. I loved it. Um, you know, Karina, I wanted to hear her sing uh, Loving You Like Crazy, Give Me Back My Heart. Those songs bring back so many memories to me that to me was like a, a, a dream come true. Even as an artist, I am a big fan of a lot of these artists that I perform with. Um, and they may not be fans of mine. They, some of them are probably saying, Naisha, what, what exactly is it that she sings? You know, and that's okay because I, I'm not here to make a mark in, in, in your life, but I know that you made a mark in mine. Like I can listen to Sweet Sensations. Uh, today, as a matter of fact, I heard them sing um, uh, Take It While It's Hot. And I can remember specific days in my life where I heard that song and and I it, it just threw me right back to that moment in time. You know, I'm sitting there in my office and I'm just smiling and, you know, coworkers are going by and they're like, you know, what are you listening to? Man, you don't know nothing about this. Because one minute I'm listening to Freestyle, next minute I'm listening, you know, to Godsmack and then I'll put it on to Lindsey Sterling, uh, you know, violinist and and then I'll go to globalization and listen to reggaeton. Yeah, you know, I'm I don't have one set of music that I listen to more than another because uh, to me music is 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 what keeps you going. So and it all depends on your mood. You want to be rowdy, you listen to Godsmack. You want to reminisce in good old times, I'm going to put on freestyle. You want to, you know, listen to grittier times or you're in a really pissed off mood and you know you're going to go to hip hop and DMX and whatever else, you know, gets you all crazy. I can't wait for the but, evolution of freestyle where when you want to get mad and angry, you listen to freestyle. <laughs> that's what we need now, you know? 
Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, now that you say that. And, you know, people always saying how freestyle is just bubblegum music and, you know, it's all he said. You know, he loved her, she loved him, he left her, she left him. You never hear profanity. You never hear degradation of women. Um, you know, I'm watching these videos and and it's all about, you know, how fast you can make your butt cheeks twerk. No. <laughs> and, you know, uh, how high up your thong is going. And, and to me, I'm like... I, how do you let yourself get on TV and be famous for your nalgas flapping all over the place? I... Oh, what, Edie Chacon, mommy? I know, I but know. even Edie Chacon, she, you know, she was a vedette. You know, she <laughs> she was a dancer. And a lot of these people aren't dancers. They're just, you know, they get butt injections and, and, and they're flapping the nalgas left and right. And I, I <laughs> guess they it's... They what they see, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. I guess it's... You know, whatever's going to float your boat or jiggle the nalgas, I guess. I love this genre. No matter how, like I said, it's a love-hate relationship. Um, when I think fondly of the good times, I can reminisce and just feel good about the times that I was there and the people that I've met. But then at the same, like I, I just reconnected with Matt Ficini, who wrote some of the songs for um, for a lot of the Micmac artists, like for myself and Cynthia and, and things like that. And he was such a sweetheart. And, you know, he wrote a lot of the songs. And I just reconnected with him on, on Facebook. And we were just reminiscing about times back then. Like, George Anthony and I, when we were recording, I think it was uh, the duet of Take Away. And, and this dude is being chased down the highway in California, uh, O.J. Simpson. You know, and every time I see something about O.J. Simpson, I remember us stop stopping the recording and sitting down in Mickey Garcia's studio and watching this whole thing play out in the in, on TV. I can't wait to create a meme of the chase and take me away playing in the background. Well, that would be awesome. <laughs> because that's exactly what's going to happen to him, you know? He's about to be taken away. I know. Isn't that something? Yes. But, you know, those are the things that I remember doing. You know, being in studio to 6 o'clock in the morning, I was the only girl when I was recording Who's Got You Love. And, you know, Willie Valentine, Michael Bateau, uh, Wilfredo, who, who wrote the song. Um, we were on the studio in, in Long Island, in Hicksville. And I think we left like at 6 o'clock in the morning. And each one of those damn bums slept in a car while I drove. Not one of them stood awake while I drove. I was like, these bums. Let me ask you a couple of questions about Micmac. Of course, we got to go to the well one more time. Did you uh, see any money when it came to all the things that you released? No. So uh, we're 0 for 9, I think. Did you sign a contract with them, Diane? Yeah, I had a five-year contract. I didn't see not one check in royalties. I got taken for everything because, again, I knew nothing about anything. So whenever someone would knock on my door and say, oh, Nigel, I need you to sign this, you know, because this is the, you know, we need 15000 or we need $10,000 to finish this this one remix. Okay, I would sign on the dotted line because I trusted these people. And that's all it took. They would just come to my door. Oh, we need your signature for this. And I wouldn't read what it was for. I didn't ask. I didn't call around. And to tell you the truth, I don't think that even if I did call around at that time, that I would get an honest answer. Um, so, you know, I because of the fact that I wasn't knowledgeable about the music industry, um, 
I, I got taken advantage of a lot, financial-wise. Do you have any relationship with Mickey Garcia at all? Yeah, I was, I I had... Or do you, do you blame Mickey or Marvin for the lack of you getting a royalty check? I blame them both. I blame them both because, and don't get me wrong, Mickey and I have always been friends. But friends have nothing to do with, with, with the financial situation. I, I know how to separate the two. I blame them both because Marvin started it, but Mickey didn't end it. It, it just continued. Um, and up until recently, uh, when it was brought to my attention that his niece uh, was performing in Brazil, performing now and forever in Brazil. And I've known Crystal for, since she was little. Always been a sweetheart. I don't believe she did it maliciously. She didn't do it intentionally. I think, like you said, Jose, when you get surrounded by people that tell you to do things at the moment, you think you're doing the right thing. And I think that's what happened there. I don't have any ill feelings towards her or her father or, or you know, when I called Mickey and I said, you know, I'm supposed to be in Brazil next month, but your niece is performing my, my songs up there. And then all of a sudden the show in Brazil was canceled. And I'm like, huh, what the hell just happened here? Um, you know, he said, "Oh, you know, I, I gave her, I gave her the rights to perform it, or something like that." And I was like, "Wow, okay." You mean so the, to the me, rights to lip sync? I I don't know if she was singing over it or if they re recreated it or something. I I couldn't hear the vocals too well, but the fans didn't like it, and they you know they tore her up on Facebook, and and I just I felt really bad for her because I I don't think she did it maliciously. I do think that it was in, in poor taste for someone to go to a country where the original person has had such phenomenal success and you're going to go there and perform while that person is still performing. That to me is, is disrespectful. That's the extent of my relationship with Mickey at this point. I haven't, I mean, if I see him at a show, I'm going to go up to him. I'm going to say hello. I'm going to give him a hug and a kiss because, and not, and not a freestyle hug and a kiss, like, <laughs> because, a real one, because we had, you know, he gave me my my chance. He he, uh, Mick Mac was my stepping stool, and I'll never regret that. Um, I'll never regret the chance that he gave me. Um, like I said, you know, it, it was my bad for not educating myself or for surrounding me with people that didn't have my back. You know, that's nobody's fault but my own. I have to um, point that out, too. I, I have to point out that everyone that has come onto the show that has had dealings like yours, they all take uh -huh. responsibility for not reading or not educating right. themselves, which people are still not doing. You have ASCAP, you have BMI, mm -hmm. and everyone's writing all these songs and putting them on, on iTunes and all these different streaming services, but they don't get any of these royalties because mm -hmm. they don't know who to send them to. We're still practicing that, but I, I find it interesting that a lot of the artists that have come on have all taken responsibility for not reading the contracts, you know, and just being eager to make it out of the, the situation that they were in. And they're thinking that they're going right. to make money. If you don't take responsibility, you're going to look like an even bigger asshole for not taking responsibility than, than if you do take responsibility, because at least you're, you're admitting to the fact that yes, you didn't know you went in there thinking, oh, I'm going to make all this money. And, and yeah, a lot of us were greedy for what was what was to come, what was promised. And like myself, I didn't, I got complacent in just going and performing Who's Got You Love Now Forever, you know, the same thing over and over and over again, that I didn't master my craft. 
I didn't take that opportunity and make it better and make my make a better version of Niaja as the years went by. I got very complacent with it. And and I think that was because after the those five years at Micmac and then, you know, on the managerial point where I was um, taken advantage of financially big time, I didn't care to 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 be a better Niaja to the fans that I could have been because I took that anger that this person gave me and I let it fester inside me and and it affected everything around me. Instead of taking that anger and say, you know what? That's fine. You took you took me for what I had, but I'm gonna come out stronger. You know, I let them step on me and keep me down. And that's that's something that these people have to understand. These these people that are coming into the to industry now use the negativity that has happened to you. And 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 I give props to J Lo again because she just said it. She was she was tore down. She was made fun of. She was disrespected and talked very negatively about. about. But she used that to make herself into these this mogul that she is today. And and that's what I, I would like to tell these people coming into the industry now. You're gonna get promised a lot of things, and you're gonna have a lot of homeboys, a lot of homegirls. Yeah, I'm gonna hook you up. I got a you know studio here. I got a studio there. Or you know my boy over there, he got money. He's gonna he's gonna back the project. Investigate, ask questions, look around, get an attorney, get an attorney that you can trust that that has a that has a good reputation that's gonna look through all your stuff and and look out for you. And even then, don't put all your eggs in the basket. You can have an attorney, but do your own investigations. Watch your own back because nobody's going to have your own back but yourself. If it happens to you in this day and age, it's because your ass is lazy as hell because you have <laughs> enough of us old ass timers coming on here saying what happened. Don't fall into the same shit. Did I hear you correctly? Did you say that your dream wasn't to be a freestyle artist? I want. I wanted to become a cop. I wanted to go into the into the military force. But my boyfriend at the time, who turned out to be my first uh, my ex husband, he tells me when I was in the eleventh grade in high school, I said, you know, once I get to senior level, I want to join the police academy. He goes, oh, I can't be that boyfriend who's going to be home waiting for his girlfriend to come home if she ever comes home or if she gets killed or whatever. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm quote unquote in love and I don't want to rock the boat. So I said, okay, I pass up the, the idea of becoming a cop. I become pregnant before even finishing high school. So that stopped me completely because now I have a child and becoming a cop wouldn't, is not in the cards for me anymore. But what happens, um, he goes off to the military that he didn't want me to join and uh, and that was that that my my life was sealed at that point. I didn't have any career choice at that time. My career choice was you're gonna be a mother, and that's what you're gonna do. And then one day, a friend of mine took me to a club, Four D's in New York. Four D's, yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> and, that's uh, yeah. DJ Scott Blackwell, badass DJ. Yeah. But that was the first time I ever saw Stevie B perform. And I was like, oh, what is this music? 20 years old, all I heard was the top 40 on t- you know, on the radio. Or I was always listening to BLS, you know, listening to groove type of music. And I was like, oh, I like this. And then DJ was playing No Reason to Cry. And and then I saw I saw these three dudes 
standing in the corner, which later on it turns out to be Willie Dones, Willie Valentine, and Michael Berto. We got to talking and whatever. One thing led to another, and they, you know, they tell me, oh yeah, this is my group, and you know, the singers and they're, you know, the freestyle artists. And I was like, freestyle artists, what's that? Because prior to moving to New, I moved to New York in '79, but I used to live in Atlantic City, New Jersey, so freestyle wasn't wasn't that known over there. I started as a dancer for for all in and i had me and my partner steve who's a wonderful guy i think he's a cop uh, he such a crackpot he always had he always made me laugh on stage at the most inappropriate times and uh you know i got real close to willie and and michael and i met you know the twins george and and huang and i met a lot of people you know, after six months of dancing, we were dancing in a, at the Jacob Javits, someone came up to me and asked me if I sang. And I said, you know, yeah, in church and in the shower or whatever. I'm not a professional singer. And say, yeah, but you, you know, you have the look and, and you dance and you're this and you're that. Why don't you do a demo? And I was like, and here's Willie Valentine pushing me. He was like, yeah, yeah, she'll do it. And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I'll do it. Um, so they wrote now forever for me and, and Willie did the music and Michael wrote the songs and and I will always, no matter what happens, no matter what is said, no matter what was said back then because of envy or jealousy or whatever the case may be, I have always considered them brothers, you know, because they started me out. They wrote the song that that kicked it all off of me. And I'll, I'll never forget that. And I, I'll always be appreciative and feel beholden to them for, for doing that. And um, I, I've, I will always have major, major love, uh, those stooges. One thing led to the other. The, the contract came, and, you know, I just signed it willy-nilly. I didn't really sit down and read because, you know, a contract's like five pages long. Who the hell's going to read five pages long of legal paper? But working in the legal field now, I wish I would have been a lot smarter back then. So it... It just happened, you know, and then one day they had me on Break It or Make It. It was us, me, with against Clear Touch. And um, and then they called me and told me, you know, your, your first show is in Buffalo, New York, at the Buffalo Univer- University of Buffalo. I was like, what? I'm actually going to get on a plane and go somewhere else outside of Brooklyn and the Bronx and Manhattan and perform a song and get paid for it. It was like uh, it was something that didn't happen. You and did, then you did get paid shows, though. You didn't get more money. Oh, yeah. You didn't get money for your royalties for your, but you did get paid for shows. I got paid for shows, and that's the only way I made my money. I never got any, uh, not one cent from Micmac or any other record label that I was on after that. Again, thank God for Martin, my husband, who has been more of. I I have to thank him a lot because of the fact that he was in the music industry, so he. He understand a, he understands a lot that goes with it. He understands that you have to, to a certain point, be available to your fans. That to a certain point, you have to give a little bit of yourself to the fans. He may not like it, but he understands it. You know, and he was like, "There's got to be a way that that you can get some money for for your songs." And and then he he looks around and he heard of uh, Sound Exchange. Actually, Wilma had told us about it, Sapphire. Thank God for Sound Exchange because uh, I get royalties from the songs that are played on like Pandora, Sirius, iHeart, any of those online streaming 
website. I get money from that. You should teach a class on how to get these sons of bitches to get their paperwork in order. You know what I mean? Yep. I told um, and more about it. And thank God he's getting his stuff now. That's another one. Um, very underrated uh, artist. I, I, I love him. He's a great, great artist. He, he loves this industry. He loves the music. His wife, Yvette, who is like a sister to me, she pushes for that man. She does everything she can, you know, to get him shows. And, and she's another one. Whew, don't mess with her man because she's going to come out fighting. <laughs> so <laughs> I just know. saw the back and forth that they got involved in online with him yeah. a couple of days ago. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, it, it is. At this point, look, we're all in our 50s. I'm going to be 52 in July. Can't believe I actually said that. But I'm going to be 52 in July. And <laughs> I've had a life that a lot of people will, if they honestly, honestly, honestly knew the truth of my life, they would cringe at it. But they would also sit there and say, how are you still sane? How are you still you know, living your life? And you can't let a lot of the things that that are put in your way to keep you down, you can't let it happen. You have to say, you know what? Screw you. You're not going to rule my life. I'm going to dictate what's going to happen to my life. So artists, if you haven't heard of Sound Exchange, get on there. Don't let all the bad things that happen to you in this music industry um, keep you from getting what you deserve. The time that you put in, the money that you put out, your effort, your love for the music. Don't let it don't let it hold you down. There's a way for you to, to get back financially, at least what you've put into it. You know, you just got to be a little patient and do your tedious homework. It can be done. Well, Ralph, that about wraps it up for us this week on the Freestyle Club. Until next time. Peace, love and freestyle. All my love to you guys. Give each other a hug and a kiss for me, please. I will. Yes, we love you. Thank you so much for coming on. Bye Thank you for having me. Say hi to Paradise. I will. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Sapphire, and you're listening to DJ Paradise High Tech, and you my favorite show on freestylefiles.com. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up.
freestyle file in the mix. <laughs> we
Ladies and gentlemen, the nature
file in the mix. 